WBNE. Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, I just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. Now, we have the coolest patrons in the world for one reason, and that's that they like the show and they let us keep making the show and they, uh, you know, make demands of us to keep making this podcast until the end of time, which we're happy to do anything for you, patrons. So if you want to be a patron of the show and get access to cool things like our bonus content, like the hash browns or unedited episodes where you can hear the little bit of conversation Seamus and I just had uh, before we started this, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and join any of our tiers there and then we'll get you cool different rewards and everything. I don't know. Tyler usually does his part. He's way better at it than I am. I'm filling in for Tyler as the, the head host doing great, today the as the lead host because uh, he had a kid. He had a child, a little bouncing baby boy, and uh, we're very happy for him. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Tyler's new child, uh, available to no one ever at Tyler's house. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're building a team. Or maybe we're just reinventing the game of baseball. So win 20 games in a row. And turn down the Red Sox. Because today we're bringing you... Moneyball. Before we get into the statistics, I am joined today by my co-host, the person impersonating Ethan Chill right now, the one and only Seamus Gorman, here to talk about not a Pixar movie. I know, what is this? <laughs> Around the same time that we had planned to get you on for Soul last year, we asked for audience feedback, and most of the responses were like, hey, can you stop doing Pixar movies with Seamus? Like, we love him, but let somebody else talk about Pixar movies. Yeah, so, I agreed with that sentiment. Because I was like, I talk about Pixar all the time on my own channel. So like, people know what I think about Pixar. And you're not going to get many negative takes about Pixar, like anything other than just true. like, it's great from me. So, But I um, loved Soul. And Soul I, won I, an Oscar last night or two nights I, ago. I heard. I, I'm not that into the Oscars, but um, I'm, I'm glad Pixar... Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm not even that glad Pixar won it because they win it every year. Like, it'd be nice for it to go to someone else. And well, they did have... I do think Soul was the best movie. Yeah, so, they did have two out I of the five nominations, yeah. to be fair. And I feel like Almond might have finished second if they were like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that there's... I don't know what works like that. <laughs> they don't really, <laughs> they, like, you, list You know what votes. I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like if Soul wasn't there, Almond would have probably won it itself. So, um, I don't know. But a lot of... We spoke about three new Pixar films over, like, last couple years. Yeah. And I feel like you've been a big Pixar fan, too, actually. Like... I have. Right. I've thoroughly enjoyed the the recent uh, outings from Pixar. I yeah. love Soul. That was a yeah. fantastic movie. Um, anyway, this is we're talking about Moneyball. This movie is directed by Bennett Miller. It came out in, uh, <laughs> September nineteenth, two thousand eleven. Just three thousand five hundred eight days ago, on a fifty million dollar budget, made one hundred ten point two million worldwide. Got a ninety four percent critic rating and an eighty six percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a ninety seven on Metacritic. Seamus, do you have a, a professional positive review for me? I have a great positive review from Anne Hornaday from Washington Post saying, Like a cold beer under a bluebird sky, like a flawless line drive on a warm summer's day, like a long, languorous seventh inning stretch, Moneyball satisfies. Four out of four. And I've got a negative review here from uh, Candace Frederick of Real Talk Online. 
who says, like a long, boring game of chess where hopeful baseball players are discarded as effortlessly as a pawn in a night, Moneyball fails to provide the sentiment it needs to inspire audiences. So Candace Frederick did not like this movie. Seamus, Seamus Gorman, the Gorman himself, on a scale of zero to 100, what do you give Moneyball? I give it a... A quality 76. I was going to say 77. Well, we're on the same like, wavelength. It feels, it feels a little bit better than a 75, but not as good as an 80. That was exactly what I was on. I, I think I was going to say 75. I just didn't want to actually say 75 because it just felt like I hadn't really put any thought into it beyond like a three out of four. Right. So I said 76 to make it seem a bit more because I was like, okay, it was better than a 75. I'll be nice. So, yeah. 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 I, it, it, yeah. It wasn't quite an eight. It wasn't a seven. Because I feel like, also, I was, I, this completely just like already tangenting, but is tangenting a word? I don't know. But um, I, I've seen like anything below a seven, according to the internet, is like a bad review of a film, I feel. Well, so that's what we're kind of trying to do with this, this hundred point scale is to sort of eliminate some of that uh, yeah. across the whole of movies by yeah. like encouraging people to use the whole hundred points. Yeah, no, I agree. But like, in my head, I'm thinking of it very much as it's probably exactly what you're trying to defeat, but I'm going like 70 out of 10 is a 7 out of 10, and these I'm basically just dividing the numbers by 10. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And then thinking the point scales. But yeah, I feel like now, like if you give something a 6.9, people say that's bad. Whereas well, like, I feel like a 6.9, that's pretty good. Like, it was a good film. It, the, here's the thing. In most American high schools, at least when I was in high school, this mm. was the case, is that if you got a 69 out of 100, that's a failure. That's a yeah, failing that, grade. That is, odd, that is odd, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, also, I kind of get it. Like, 69 out of 100. Like, I mean, if, if you're studying to be a doctor and you get 69 out of 100 on your doctor exam, I'm slightly nervous about sure. you treating me. Sure, but um, I'm talking about freshman... English class. I, 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 know, I know exactly what you're talking about, but like I can see the logic on like why you want to strive for high results at school. But in my opinion, like a 6.9, that's a pretty good film. A sixth, in my opinion, is like for a film is satisfactory. Well, yeah, cause, and this is the thing is like, realistically, every movie we've ever covered on Bacon and Eggs is in the top 25% of films ever made. That is right, totally like, like, true. We've covered some real stinkers here. Okay? You haven't covered Barbie or Disney sequels on your movie show yet, it's not even so. that it's like we haven't covered <laughs> you know the the hundreds and hundreds of like italian gore horror movies made between the <laughs> 70s and 80s like like there are so many movies that come out that like i have no problem saying every single movie that we've recovered is is in the top 75 percentile or in the 75th percentile of movies that we've covered yeah i would agree because there are a lot of very bad movies. There are a lot of very bad movies. So you liked this movie and I you told me you were telling me you watched this movie with your dad who's a sports guy and not a movie I, guy. This is this is very true. He he isn't very into fiction, like very into okay. non-fiction stuff, you know? So it I've got, definitely got my like love of movies from my mum. Sure. sure. Um so but yeah, he's very much just like he likes things how it is, facts man. Um yeah. And, uh, but he liked this movie because I mean, it was, I thought he'd like it cause it was about like a real sport event and like, cause it is based off a true story. Yeah. And I think he was interested in the concept behind it. And cause it was based on a true story that kind of sat right with him. So it's a good film for someone who doesn't like films. <laughs> oh yeah. This is, so this is the full intersection of my interests. Like I love sports movies almost mm. more than i love sports most of the time right like i would rather watch miracle than most hockey games to be honest i do not have 
a strong knowledge of sports movies. This might be like the weakness in my 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 film oh, knowledge. Shame, I don't so watch that good. many. I, so I literally good. I was sitting down trying to think. I think I've watched three sports films in my life before, uh, including Moneyball. What are the other two? So I I watched that like that World Cup football movie with Pele in, but I can't remember what it's called. Okay, but I watched it once. I remember he did a bicycle kick and made the game four four. That's all I remember. Okay, from it. but I did watch it because I don't. I wouldn't have that obscure memory. Right. And I've seen Field of Dreams. Oh, that's, that's one like of my all-time favorites. Yeah. So God, yeah. I, can, I, I could probably never watch that movie again. Yeah. I, I all I can remember is there was like something about like build the field and they all come. That, yeah. And, but I, that that's that's and I only watched it because it's referenced in How I Met Your Mother. I'm not gonna lie. Fair. To you. Fair. <laughs> fair. Oh, dude, I love sports movies. I I cannot get enough of them. Like this is. I feel a thing like for I me. would love them. But yeah. I just I've never got into them because ninety percent of the time they're this this same story uh, of this like scrappy underdog team that somehow does something they're not supposed to right because that's what makes great that yeah uh, and that doesn't happen enough in real sports no no it's like the team that's supposed to win wins most of the years (laughs) yeah pretty much um but no i i there are like a few movies i want to see um like there's definitely like a a football movie again or soccer movie for you american viewers about uh how uh this i don't know if it's like newcastle player ends up playing for real madrid again i don't know what it's called that's only gonna have made sense to you if if you've actually seen the film i I, it's like but that's like a cult classic among a lot of football fans and there's also uh i want to see space jam there's a lot of talk about that recently because they're making another one with lebron james right yeah, I'm and shocked that you've never seen Space Jam. I, I feel like it's a very American, like, cult classic. That's fair, but yeah. But I, I, I don't think it's as popular out here. That's uh, fair. Um, but I would have said the same thing about High School Musical. I Yeah, I mean, I I would... I, I, I think that's a bit more popular about here, but... Um, that's absolutely shocking yeah. to me. No, not not like the, the like Space Jam is. Um, but I feel like that's because, like, a lot of kids grow up, like, loving that, like, American high school movie sort of, like, yeah. vibe. Like, I feel like, I don't know why, but like everyone outside of America has this dream of going to the American high school that they show in the movies, even though 90% of the movies demonstrate just, like, the worst oh, traits yeah. of American high school yeah. movies of just, like, bullying and, like, all that. But everyone just wants to live that dream, apparently. I mean, there's, there's, that's true. Uh, and, and I would say the same is true for like sports movies in America. Like whether you like sports or not, you you, you have to have some kind of opinion, right? Like you hmm. so rare do you meet an American that's just like I just don't care. They're either like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a fan of whatever, or they're like, oh sports ball, I hey, you know, go go <laughs> boys, t- you know, kick a touchdown, guys. It, it, it's hundred percent. That's like the the spot on take, isn't it? It's either it's like Marmite. You either love it or you hate it. And I like I'm. A- Fully team hate. Team hate Marmite. Yeah, but I was absolutely. saying like football is like Marmite. No, like, I know, and I'm just saying I hate yeah, Marmite. Yeah. I I like Marmite. Oh, so there we go. I but can't, I'm not like I wouldn't say I love it. Can't do it. This can't is do why Vegemite. I don't get. Can't do so it. I don't get the. This is why I don't get the whole like expression with it. I wouldn't be like it wouldn't be my first choice, but I'd eat it. But I get why people hate it. Like it is no, like, I will not it's eat an acquired it. Acquired taste. I will not yeah. eat it. <laughs> it's a very acquired um, taste. <laughs> so this is a movie about baseball. What yes. was your what was your knowledge of baseball going into watching this movie? So I've been to a baseball game before when I was 10. Okay. I went to see uh, the LA Dodgers play uh, the San Diego, Padres. whoever plays in, I think that's it. And I have a hat of the San Diego P- Padre, Pad, I can't Pad, say that word. Yeah, P- you speak Padres. Spanish, yeah. you're fluent in Spanish. So um, yeah. I, 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 and I have like a hat from that because I think San Diego are at home. And all I remember from this experience was they played like the day before we went and that yeah. game ended like 9-7 to the San Diego right. team. And then we went on the day 
and it ended 2-0 to LA Dodgers. It was just like a god-awful game. It was a lot of games. The the touchdown was this one single move. Like two guys like ran and got from second. Like it wasn't like a home run. It was one guy did a double and another guy did a single. They completed the move. That was it. And uh, that was the entire game. But I enjoyed the experience of it. You know, like being in the ground. Sorry. Being in the ground and... uh, like the, the like I don't know the people with like candy floss and like we bought like all the like we had the full experience of like the tourists like <laughs> eating the candy floss and the popcorn from the people that walk up there because they don't really do that I feel at sports games in Europe like, I I did not get to go when I was in England I did not get to go to a a football game as it were yeah um, it's much more like hooligan mentality of like yeah um and the same in like all around europe i find with football it's not as much of like a tourist experience as it is like part of your like a cultural uh like local communities thing well i definitely wouldn't call baseball a tourist experience either no i i feel like it's more so i I would would, yeah yeah. not to take away from people who are very much in their baseball community but yeah and like we have a maximum of two you know major league teams in a city uh, hmm. And I have a problem with there being two teams in any city, but whatever. You know, London yeah, has. There should be teams in Virginia. Yeah. I still have a problem with this. Why does the NFL have two New York teams and not a Virginia team? The NFL, the NFL has two New York teams. The MLS has two New York teams. The MLB has two New York teams. Everybody's got two New York teams. And it's unfair. There should be Virginia teams. I'm I'm petitioning for this. So they they tell us that we have to either deal with the with the Washington teams or the Carolina teams. Although there's no but like Carolina there isn't even team. like a West Virginia team. Surely there's room for. A well, there's team, there's nobody right? in West Virginia, man. Like, yeah, but there's you've got this state that's been split into two for some reason that I don't know. And um, I think it was during like the Lincoln stuff. And um, <laughs> and you don't even have a team, and that makes me sad. Hang on a second. I just want to. Uh... I want to nail down a statistic here real quick. Um, so there's as many people in West Virginia, basically, as there are in Birmingham. Okay, well, Birmingham's a big city. Wait, are you talking about Birmingham, England? Yes. Okay, yeah, but Birmingham's the second city in the UK, though. Right, but that's I a whole... I don't know second biggest. It that's a whole state. It's not It's not smaller than Manchester. Okay, I, I don't know what's bigger than Birmingham, but I do, it depends how you measure it. Like, you're measuring, like, the city or, like, the greater area. I, I don't I know. Think. I just, like, yeah, I googled yeah. Birmingham population. Yeah. Actually, I googled Manchester population, and it told me that Birmingham was bigger. Birmingham is bigger than Manchester. I don't know if Glasgow's bigger than either of them, but I... Glasgow's no, not in but, England. But it's part of the United Kingdom. So. Okay, well, West Virginia's not part of Virginia. <laughs> you want to talk about states that are split for no reason. Um, no, so so sports are very complicated in, in the states as far as where they're, like, put on, but, like, you know, we don't have... How many Premier League teams are in London? At the moment? Yeah. That's a good yeah, question. That's a, such a wild... That's the other thing, yeah. is, like, at the moment is a weird... A wild question yeah. for me. I'm, I'm really hoping... Uh, well, Watford have just got promoted, so if you count Watford as being in London, which I don't, but um, some people do, and it is on the tube. Uh, Brentford might come up this season, which is big for us West Londoners. Okay, um, so I mean, like, like I, I, know, I'm looking it up for you. I'm looking it up. Uh, I'm in looking in up London for table. me means not somewhere else, right? Like, but it's it's hard to de- de- definitions of London vary. No, I know, but like in like, in or okay, well, the most of the New York teams play in in New Jersey. Okay, well, we've so got like, Chelsea. That's in London. Yeah, West Ham. Yeah, I'm going in order of the table. Tottenham. Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Crystal Palace. So that's five. And Fulham. So six. six. Right. And Phil- uh, Watford have just got promoted and Brentford are coming up, I'm telling you. But, um, so, uh, and so, but Watford might, uh, Fulham might go down. So I hear all the six time. Or seven. Yeah. I hear all the time about how the English Premier League is like the pinnacle of sports across the world <laughs> and like the best league across the world. 
and it just isn't okay like i i i I don't agree that it's uh the best league because i don't think it usually one team runs away with it but it isn't the same team wins it every year sort of thing that you have in the rest of europe with the leagues no yeah i agree i would definitely um, people that try to like talk about like i don't i don't claim it's the best league um and because i don't think we have i feel like we're starting to have the best players we've definitely got the best managers um but um it's the most competitive league spain's been the best league in europe for at least 10 years i mean Uh, then ronaldo left and then and messi wants to. you still had one of two teams winning oh yeah spain's won by two teams pretty much every year every year that doesn't make a good league to me atletico this is the argument that we got in on not the argument but the 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 conversation that we i decided to table for this episode of the podcast is Mm. you think the mls is bad and i want to know why um well i just i i don't think the league standard is up there with it the league Naturally, the league standard's much lower than Europe. Yeah. Like, no player wants to play in the MLS. Right. It's like a retirement league. Yeah. Um, which, and they want to make it bigger. Um, and, like, David Beckham owns a side there now. Right. Um, which I find crazy. I saw photos of this. They're just full f- fans in stadiums in Florida right now. And that is just, like... Florida's doing it. Texas is doing it. We don't, we don't claim them. It's not cool, <laughs> man. It's not we're, fun. We're, we're, like, we're testing fans in grounds again now. Uh, like, we had a game with 8,000 fans in it the other day for a final because cases are very low. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like a tester and it seemed to be a success. But, well, like, they just had full grounds, no worries. Yeah. But, um, so... I mean, to be fair, the, we would the cover... MLS standard, the MLS standard. We would be vaccinating the entire population of England every 10 days at this point, so... Yeah. Like, we're but, doing pretty good. Yeah. No, the America's vaccine yeah. is brilliant. Um, um, well, shocking. I feel like we're doing okay as well. No, yeah. yeah you're doing better in well. Canada. Better than Europe. S- sorry, least, people but, up there. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Europe as well. They're really struggling with the vaccines, uh, but, um, but, yeah. Um, so, yes, the MLS is not good. It's um, on a global scale. On a global scale. So I feel like with football, and I feel like this differs from sport to sport. Um, I really think this is like an important distinction. I feel like with football, especially, I feel like any team could technically beat another team on its day. Yeah. Because it isn't the most physical sport. It's not like the NFL or like American football where, or rugby for that matter, they're quite similar in my head, yeah. um, where if you are stronger and faster and more athletically able, you pick a team of athletically able players they're most likely going to win right because it there's a, there's levels of strength and ability it, like a physical ability to win a game whereas football like the best player in the world can be messi who's shorter than me right and not the well he's quick but like he's not he's not what you'd look at and go oh he's an athlete yeah um and i, I like that idea of, like the weak can beat the strong in football um and so man that is like, such a wild way to put it yeah but it but and i feel like the system's built and it's not perfect <laughs> this last week's been very clear of that but um any team can rise to the top of football from from anywhere sure and every now and again you do like leicester city i don't know if you know leicester city won the premier league in 2016 i that's do like, i do remember that yeah that was a huge the deal big, that's the big fairy tale story that's like that's like a movie in real yeah, life. Yeah, that's the kind of thing they'll make movies about, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they haven't made a movie yet. And like Jamie Vardy, who's like Lester's like key man, Lester legend, he's still there. So um, it is a it is a really bad idea to make a movie about people that are still there, is the problem. I, I guess. So they learned guess, this. He, they learned this with the blind side, <laughs> right? When they made the blind side and Michael Orr was still in the league. 
mm. still playing professional football. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, yeah, movie guy. And like his life became very hard well, after that. Maybe that's maybe that's why they're waiting. But he yeah. kind of like he started a non-league football. He was playing non-league football at like 23, 24, 25. Sure. And then he rose all the way to the top with Leicester. Well, signed for Leicester, rose all the way to the top. Played in every league from like the National League, League 2, League 1, yeah. Championship, Premiership. Won the Premier League, played for England. Like he did it all. It's a fairy tale story. Sure. And that's kind of like that's kind of like the, the the coming of age story we love to see. Um, and it's like the idea that that can happen. I I agree to the extent that um, the same teams pretty much rotate the league around every four five every few seasons right. in England at least. Um, like Liverpool won their first title in thirty years, um, which is a long time. Uh, but it's pretty much like Man City. Chelsea, Leicester, well, Leicester won at once, but then like Liverpool, Man United, usually the better sides, but they're not this season at least, but. Well, and it's a lot of what they talk about in this movie that causes that is it's it's a money sport. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and now, that that is that is at the end. Every problem comes down to money. Right, and we, we fight so hard against that in America with the exception of baseball. Mm. And a lot of people say that's why baseball is the worst of the major sports, why it's the most boring, why it has the, you know, the smallest fan base and why people don't like it as much. Like your average person isn't going to watch a baseball game. It's because like they know the outcome to some extent. I mean, things have gotten closer in recent years, but also infinitely more boring. It's America's uh, favorite pastime, isn't it? Uh, allegedly. Yeah, that's that's because it's the oldest. <laughs> when I think baseball, it's Red Sox and Yankees, right? Right, because they're they're the the freaking you know, the, the Man United and the Liverpool, the Liverpool. or whatever. Yeah I, yeah, I can never remember an era where Man United and Liverpool were the two big teams fighting off for a title. I can remember eras where Man United were the best team. Liverpool, in more recent years, have been the better team and Man United haven't. I can never remember a time when they were both the top two, just like each battling out every year. But... It, over historically, they have the most titles. Yeah. Well, and it's, just I, I imagine it more like a Real Madrid Barcelona sort of relationship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's the, the teams that have the most money that are winning mm. baseball because baseball doesn't have a salary cap at all. Yeah. We they don't have, a, have salary they, caps in football either. Correct. Yeah. Or yeah. trades. Or yeah. It's very much just drafts or anything that. that but so, yeah. So the, the problem you raised on Twitter is that the ML, MLS is a closed league, and I don't one hundred percent know what that means, but I can kind of like. Take it, stabs it means at there's it. no promotion relegation sort right. of thing. Because there was a big plan last week to basically take the big football teams and create a, a simply a closed league with the likes of Man United, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barcelona, all in this league. Yeah. And they wanted to do this. It was basically because all the big teams are owned by Americans in, in England. Mm -hmm. which And so they just want to turn the sport into the money generating stuff that the uh, NFL and yeah. stuff like that is because that those sports in my head at least american sports are much more designed to make money than much more business orientated than football which in my head is much more of like a community thing like you like man united liverpool rivalry isn't just because they're the two biggest clubs same with real madrid barcelona there's actual hatred between the two cities and like reason behind yeah. uh why why they don't like each other um and that's kind of at least how I view it. Um, I, I don't know enough about American sport, but um, I the, I love the uh, idea that a team can can rise up to the top. The fact that Brentford, who's been a local team for me growing up, could be playing in the Premier League up against Man United, Liverpool next season is like an insane idea because they're a small club. Right, and they'll get their teeth kicked in. No, they'll be fine. They'll be absolutely fine. How? How are they not just going to go right back down next year? They're a good side. 
Actually, I think Brentford are an interesting one because I think they're kind of similar. This is such a strange tangent. I think they're kind of similar to the team in this uh, this this uh, movie because they buy, they buy all their players based off stats. Yeah, and um, it isn't something all football teams do. Um, well, yeah, baseball and and uh, football, your your football, especially in England, I think are the two sort of similar cases there for the money aspect, but also for the like, you know, it is so much about the history. It's about the, like, it doesn't matter if the Yankees and the Red Sox start to both suck tomorrow, right? They can be the worst teams in the league. They will still hate each other with a passion Yeah, because they've been playing against each other since, you know, 1870 or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's older than, than all the other American sports, but yeah, it's, it's that it comes down to that money thing that they're talking about. And like, yes, now teams can win better because of this, this concept, the sabermetrics concept where it's about, you know, using players efficiently instead of just like buying the biggest bats, you know? Mm. I I do like the ideology that, um, uh, I, I do like the American sport ideology that like, there are like what, 26, 27 teams and Uh, 30 plus in most leagues. Oh, is it? Sorry. I'm thinking of the MLS. The MLS has 27. It's like 30, 40 in the NFL. Um, and any of these teams can win it technically. Yeah. I think there are there. How many? Do you know how many off the top of your head that haven't won the Super Bowl? In the um, there's four or five, I believe. Okay, Maybe more so than it's, that. oh, it's less than I thought. Um, I thought they were going to be like fifteen or hasn't something. Hasn't won um, a Super Bowl. Hang on, but that was just a wild guess. Oh no, it's twelve actually. Oh, I was closer. Look yeah. at that. Um, Sorry, maybe okay. there's four that maybe there's four that haven't played for one. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but a lot of them are newer. Yeah. Um, but like, I actually watched a lot of the uh, the lead up, like the the playoff season. Is it? Uh, yeah. Like the the I don't know the postseason bit um, this year, or or just before that even. And I remember there was something with like the New York Jets where they wanted to lose towards the end of the season because it meant they got the first draft pick or something. Yeah, that does. And happen. I was like, that's such a bizarre thought. That does like, happen. But I I do like that. That idea that like um, anyone can win it, but like you play the same teams every every year, like yeah, right. And I've been watching football my entire life, and it's never once gotten boring. That and that that and that's great. Um, I I I can see that, but um, like to me, you know, that's I'm a Green like, Bay Packers fan. We play the Chicago Bears twice a season. We play the Detroit Lions twice a season, and play the Minnesota Vikings twice a season. Those are, those are God. Those are six of your now seventeen games. Um, <laughs> they're always interesting, right? Like it never gets of course, uh, boring. Of course. I, I I guess maybe that's just like a difference because of like cultural reasons maybe. Sure, but like, sure, sure, for sure. Me, yeah. like, the idea that Man United don't play Real Madrid or Barcelona every season, so therefore when we do, that's a big deal. Like because yeah, we're see, not we're not used to playing. That's them. fair, but um, also it it really like counts for anything. I mean, it does because it's in the Champions League if we do play them. And right, then, but who cares about the Champions League? Everyone, it's the biggest tournament in football. Okay, <laughs> so it's the biggest tournament in football, and this is this is exactly what I wanted you to say. Actually, I just tricked you into saying that. It's the biggest tournament of football. What is the problem with the uh, European Super League then? Because it, it removes this ability that the team can't qualify. Liverpool won the Premier League last year, had a brilliant season. This season, I'm going to say this touch wood because they, it might, they still might, but it doesn't look like they're going to qualify for it. So therefore, Liverpool aren't in the Champions League. They don't get the revenue of being in the Champions League because they haven't been good enough. They've been beaten out by West Ham at the moment. Okay. Leicester as well have finished head of, are going to finish ahead of them. And that means that... Uh, Liverpool, there's no guarantees of being in this Champions League. The best teams from every season get in. If Leicester are a better team than Liverpool, which they have been this season, in my opinion, they deserve to be playing in the Champions League next season. And therefore, um, whereas with the Super League, it's closed. So it's the same teams every season, rather than giving a team like Leicester, who are a brilliantly run club, a chance to play in it. Okay, but if you delete Manchester United, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, 
out of the Premier League, then Brentford stands a shot. I still don't think they do because Brentford aren't finishing ahead of the likes of Everton, Aston Villa, Leicester. They're still bigger clubs. And if those teams leave the Premier League, there are still going to be a few clubs that rise up and become richer than the rest of the league due to uh, more fans. Yeah. Especially like the likes of Leicester. Leicester would become like everyone's club they leech onto because of their recent sure. success. Yeah. But... So I don't think, I feel like there's always going to be bigger sides because there's always going to be sides that make more money. Um, and I feel like that's just kind of how the world works. Um, but the Premier League uh, except would be in really interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, except in America. So that's um, the thing is like, I've, I've grown up with this, this system my entire life. And like, mm. yeah, when I was a kid, uh, it was the Yankees. And the problem is the Yankees and the Red Sox play in the same division. Mm. Um, so like at, at the core level, like they are in the same spot to get, it's like if, if the, the six teams in London had to all beat each other to make it to the, yeah, the I, I get how it works. Yeah. So like, that's the problem is it's, it's not them fighting for the lead every year necessarily because like one of them is just eliminated for the reason they play in the same division. Mm. But like, you know, it, it, at the end of the season, nothing happens. That's what's so wild to me about, about yeah, that, European I, football. I, I find that very funny, but also this comes back to Moneyball. His team, they, they won the, the league, did they not? They were like the best team in the league. Oh, uh, they then, won their division at least. And they won their division, but they were like, they, they run a form. They broke a record for their, their winning run. Yes, yes. That and in then, the middle was crazy, yeah. Yeah, and then they they were the best team throughout the season, at least from my interpretation of it. I don't know if they actually won the, won the league. So uh, therefore, I can find that out real quick. Well, they um, don't, but, so no, nobody wins the league, right? That's the thing. It's like... They, it, but like, so, I, and I get your logic about it. Like, it is great that there's this big final at the end of the season where the best teams play off. But isn't... I remember Jonathan Carlin told me this about... Uh, because um, there's one team to have done like an unbeaten season in the NFL. The yep. Dolphins? Yep. The 70-something Miami Dolphins or 80-something Miami Dolphins. And he told me that the uh, Tom Brady's first team, Patriots, yeah. um, were going to do it a few seasons ago. And, and they lost. And got beaten in the final by a like... Uh, the New York Giants. And when, and they were like the eighth best team or something and were literally mm -hmm. like... At, uh, and I just find that like so bizarre. Like there was a team on the brink of making history and just had a bad game and their whole season goes crashing down. because Like they're, they're, they're reduced to irrelevancy yeah. because of that one game. Yeah. Whereas... But like... And I get but, okay, that is... But they're not... So they're not reduced to irrelevancy though because they still played in the Super Bowl that year. They still like got to the Super Bowl. People still talk about that for that reason. Okay. But to me, it's like if you lose the final, no one remembers you. I mean, yeah. And... That's how but, it works. And that is a good story. I feel like, and I, I love that concept, but, and that's kind of like, I think here we've got like, we've got two different types of tournament. There's a league, which is formatted right. to, to be like that. But then there's also cup competitions. You have like the FA Cup and the Champions League, which are designed knockout competitions. Yeah where teams go head to head. I like having like the mix of both. Like the Champions League, if you have an off day, you're out. Right. And that, that's how it works. Sure. Um, whereas there's a league which just judges the best team over the course of the season. Whoever wins the most games or gets the most points are, are the best team over the course of the season. They win the league. Um, and then you also have a cup competition and you can yeah. go for multiple trophies. Now, f football is interesting, American football, because they are... Mm for the most part, the only like single elimination yeah. series that we have, like most of them go for, for yeah, like, yeah, three out of five or five out of seven. the best team wins. Four out of seven. Isn't it? Yeah. Cause like, um, there's, there's I mean, like no. seven games or something. No, I, definitely. I've heard about this for. Yeah. So, so, um, baseball does a, well now it's a one, 
one five seven seven series. So like it's one game, then three game, or then five games, then seven games, then seven games. So you have to win mm. to get okay. and best of those. Like there's a wild card yeah. game, and then uh, basketball does all sevens. So it's you got to win four out of seven for you know four consecutive yeah. uh, tournaments or whatever. Three consecutive turn. Mm. Yeah, four, four, four rounds. Yeah, but football is a single elimination. League. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm sure the MLS is the same way. I don't actually know how the MLS playoffs. I'm, work. It might be one game. It, it, it's it probably probably. Yeah, but um, yeah, like one game knockouts are the norm in football, which I yeah. think is what what is what I like about the Champions League. It's two game knockout, two leg knockout ties where you take an aggregate over the two legs. Um, yeah. So for example, Chelsea played Real Madrid in the Champions League semi final as of today, recording this yeah. right now. Which excitingly, the first ever USA a US men's national team player scored in a Champions League semi final today for Chelsea. Christian Wait, who, Pulisic. Oh, he plays for Chelsea now? Yeah. Oh, man, that's scored. how out of touch I am with all that. He scored in the Champions League semifinal today. Uh, first American to do it in the men's league, at least. I'm sure a uh, women's player has done it before. But um, So, um, I do want to... I, I don't want to defend the MLS by any means. Um, I truly think the MLS is pointless. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a funny one, because a lot of good players end up going there at the end of their career. Like, Rooney went there for a bit, and well, Ibrahimovic went there. And that's fine. Like, it's nice to have soccer and stuff in yeah. the States. Um, but, like... It is just they got in so late that it just... Yeah, wait, how recently was it formed? Compared to the other leagues? Mm. Infinitely more recently. I mean, the MLS so, was... Wait, wait, how, what, what did they have before then? Or did they just not have like a... I don't like, think they like had professional a, soccer. But that's crazy to think. Um... 1993 was the MLS founded. So, that's so recent. Uh, for for example, uh, for a comparison, the Major League Baseball was founded in 1869. Yeah, that that's like one of the first sports ever founded then. Yes. Professionally. That yes. might be the first professional sport ever founded. I believe it was. Like the, but, uh, the, the first, Premier League was founded shortly after that. Uh, yeah, sometime quite. in the 1800s. Yeah. Um, the NHL Crazy was... been around so long. Yeah, I mean, they played baseball forever. Um, and it used to be a lot more fun. Uh, I truly, I grew up in the steroid age in baseball where like every player was on steroids and Barry Bonds hit, yeah. you know, 769 home runs in a season or whatever, mm. or maybe total. I, I don't know. However many home runs. Uh, and it was, hey, it was better then. Okay. Like baseball was better then. Baseball mm. is such an interesting sport where you can, unlike any other sport, pretty much where you can just take steroids and it'll make you better at baseball. Like you still have to work out and be good at baseball, but like Barry Bonds took steroids and hit the ball harder. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it, it, makes you, it just makes you stronger. And, and baseball is one yeah, of the only, it's all the, about strength. Yeah. Baseball is the only sport where brute force, brute force strength makes such a difference in that way. That's, like they talk to like yeah. golfers or whatever. And it's like, would you ever think about taking steroids? And it's like, no, it wouldn't make me any better. It's not about strength yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, it's all about precision. I mean, it might help with your first drive down the green, but I don't know it enough. Would, <laughs> it would only hurt you. Yeah. You don't want extra like mass. Um, yeah. But so yeah, the MLS is so much more recent and it really only got good, like good air quotes when like Beckham came and played for the Galaxy. Yes, that um, was a big one. Yeah. Well, Beckham's like big in America now as well. Like he's yeah. out there. Yeah, because he was our first like soccer star here. Yeah. Um, no, Beckham's great. I love Beckham. He played for Man United as and, well. And like there are some good, there are some good teams that had to have a good thing going like. Uh, yeah. The Portland Timbers have a good fan base. Seattle Sounders have a good fan base. Like those areas were kind of set up for soccer to kind of come in and be the dominant thing. Mm. But like all of our athletes, our best American athletes mm. are playing other sports. For sure. And that's yeah, that, just, yeah, 
that that's just how it is. And that's why we're so uncompetitive in the World Cup. Is like it is yeah. just not the priority. It's getting better. The young American sure. players are coming through. Like as I said, Pulisic, he's my age, and uh, sure, and he's, he's great. He's he's doing well. I mean, scoring a Champions League yeah. semi final. They've got like a couple youngsters coming through throughout Europe. But th- that in its essence is the problem. The minute a youngster gets good in America, first thought, let's get this player into Europe because that's where all the good players play. So the MLS doesn't grow. Well, and that's with the thing the is like players. how many how many men's national team you know former uh former Euro- european soccer players or whatever have we lost to american football baseball basketball oh yeah anything that makes them money immediately right like yeah and this is why we don't have any american f1 drivers right it's because the, i didn't the, know there were no american f1 drivers no there hasn't been in a long time we've had like it one champion because prof- it isn't profitable we had we had uh mario andretti who's one the one american f1 champion ever mm. and that was in the 70s the 80s oh wow because because there's so much money in NASCAR. Americans just, it, because it's like, all about the, the money, isn't it? Well, cause it's never, it, yeah. Well, it's, it's not even that. It's like motorsport is always going to be about money. Like this is the thing is everybody yeah. loves to be like, oh, well, you know, all the pay drivers and F1 is what makes it bad. Wrong. They all have money at some, like there are rare cases, Lewis Hamilton, Espan Ocon, guys that came from literally nothing and yeah. figured it out. But like to be able to make no money for all those years while you have to like spend all this money doing karting and doing, you know, you, you have to buy your car yeah, sometimes yeah. for, um, by the time that somebody has showed in America that showed the talent to be able to go into karting in Europe and like get into what they need to do to be an F1 in Europe. Mm. Somebody's come along from, from Richard Petty Racing and been like, eh, I give you $575,000 a year driving NASCAR until you turn 18 and you won't bump it oh, up to a million. See. NASCAR. I, I've heard of this before, but I'm not really sure what it is. NASCAR? Yeah, I've heard the word before, but I have absolutely no idea what it is. Like, it's racing, right? But are I, you, I are you, are, Hold on. You're being serious right now. I, I've, I've, I've heard the word thrown around, but I've okay. never watched it before or anything like that. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I did. Th- I, that makes a lot more sense. So instead of doing formula, that's like the equivalent to it. Yes. It, in America. It, and oh, this is more like the, the cars stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did not. Rec- I, I'm You're not really kid. into You're- it. I'm not really into it. No, I'm not really into racing. It's I, I don't drive like this isn't like I'm not really into cars at all. Like no, but the, you saw like general... you saw Pixar's cars and said, "Oh, they just made this up." No, I I just assumed it was based off racing. I've never really put any thought into like, "Oh, the cars look different to race cars." Oh no! So we used Pixar to have a series. Movies. We used to have a, se- a racing series in America called the Winston Cup, like okay, the Piston so it's, Cup. It's all it's all ba- Piston Cup. Uh, oh, the, he did what in his cup? So I got the quote wrong. We had a driver the, named the King, right? Richard Petty was the King. That's the I mean, guy. I knew it was. I knew it was based off something. I yeah. think I've watched a Super Carlin Brothers video explaining this. It just. It, I think it just went in one ear out the other. Like it just went through me. So it's but. it's considered uh, by by European. You know, I watch Formula One and Le Mans and all that type racing stuff. It's considered mm. to be like barbarian basically oh so i didn't realize there was this huge like thing but nascar is huge here like huge mm. i um, know i know i i always s- assumed it to be this very like uh sport that was supported by like people you wouldn't want to be associated with but i don't know if i've just made that up in i my mean head. it's that's not a hundred percent untrue for sure uh it is a very it is a very like it's popular with what we would call rednecks here yeah i i just associated it with the confederate flag in my head yeah it's there, not it's I, not yeah. not associated with that they're very much trying to distance themselves from that right now yeah. but it's like you can't really you can't pick your fans right like yeah yeah of course um no i i find the people who are into uh that 
I, I never thought of that though. I've ne- I, it's never, it's just, it's never crossed my mind. The minute you've said that, it's all made sense. Well, like so, I've never thought. Like Americans aren't really into Formula One, are they? We're not. You we're have not. like your own form of racing, which is different. Yes, um, just like we have our own form of everything Ameri- else that's it's, different. It's yeah. a me- the most American thing. It makes sense. I got, this is like a revelation to me right now. Well, that's, <laughs> so that's why that's why we're bad at the World Cup. It's why we don't compete in Formula One. It's because like it just bad at the men's World Cup. Just to clarify, yes, bad at the, at the men's World Cup. Yes, obviously we, women's team. Supreme the domination of the, of the U.S. Yeah. women's team, um, and I think that's pure, that's also due to the fact in uh, it, it's in America. It's like it's like almost seen as like the women's sport, right? Whereas yeah. I think in the rest of the world, yeah. it's the men's sport. Yeah. Whereas women do other things. Like I don't know. Well, I I, I say I, I don't. At least when I went to school, it wasn't the sport girls were doing. Yeah. Like, whereas here, girls were more into, like, doing hockey and stuff at school, at least from what I remember. Oh, uh, sorry, it's field kind of hockey. Like field hockey, yes. Um, yeah. Well, we don't have ice, so. No, yeah, we just call it, we, we have <laughs> I know ice. you do, I know you and, do. And ice you. hockey is yeah. just hockey here. Um, yeah, I knew that, I knew that. But, uh, yeah, 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 um, what was I going to say? So th- th- that is the thing. That's why we're not competitive on those fronts. It's just because, yeah. like, we have our own thing and our athletes are otherwise because like obviously we would be better we're a huge country right we have 370 million people in america and and a lot of money and a rich like sporting history like sports is built into kids from a young age so like there's no reason we're not good at these things except that we just don't try right it would be very interesting to see america try and like push for more in in the yeah i think i think i i do think it's growing and america's got a world cup in well canada us and uh mexico in 2026 so that's mm-hmm. going to help the sport um yeah over there um, no i think we're we're probably 20 years away from being properly competitive well in- everyone always says america's the sleeping giant of world football um but i feel like that's been something that's been said for years uh and they're still waiting for it to come into fruition well um, i think everybody expected us to found the mls and be like oh soccer hell yeah let's go yeah and, it just and took- I, I, I do think it is going to grow oh yeah it, it's like such a but I think the MLS, the, the problem is all the money's in Europe. So, yeah. and it's, it, it's, and therefore the players want to move to Europe because the best players play there. Yeah. Pele is going to be criticized for his entire career. And most of us in Europe don't rate him because he didn't play in Europe. Right. Like I, I think Pele's built an entire footballing career off Americans thinking he's a good player. Like yeah. I, I genuinely, I do not think I wouldn't consider him in the top hundred players. Oh, I'm learning this for the first game. time in America. He's he, yeah. You, he, you would talk you about see him, him as like the footballer. You right? would talk about him with, with Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel yeah. Messi and David Beckham. I, I, and very much like here. We're like, we're like the, the whole joke around him here is that he, cause he prides himself on his goal record. He yeah. has the most goals of any player ever, um, which Ronaldo is technically just broken, by the way. Um, but like, but like, he refuses to uh, accept Ronaldo broke that record because he counts like these like games he played in like friendlies and stuff as like goals he's actually scored. And there's a whole joke goes around like Pele at his friend's wedding when he kicks a kicks the like corsage between two chairs, and he's like tallying that up as one of his goals to his tally and it's like a whole thing but i i don't think pele's rated much in europe because he didn't play in europe here's the interesting thing is i would say there's a a big subset of people in the states that would consider cristiano ronaldo cristiano ronaldo everything he did after he left real madrid does not matter right like he he's done it's not a mile off (laughs) but it's like it's like at that point he was he not he no longer becomes the best player ever he ran from a fight I mean, he didn't really run from a fight. He won everything with them. No, but that's what it looks like to us from here because that stuff doesn't happen, right? You don't leave the country you play in to go play somewhere else, right? Yeah. 
He, I, I get why he left there. Like, he was never loved in Madrid. Like, sure, sure. Just, Madrid, I, I, I don't know any Real Madrid fans, but li- like, they seem to have the most ungrateful fans I've ever seen in my life. I don't like, think they're real. Oh, they are. They are. Just, they I've are never actually clubs. met anybody that's like an actual Real Madrid fan. Have you ever been to Spain, though? <laughs> no, no. But that's the whole different thing. Well, like, yeah. I, I, you know I some def- Dallas Cowboys fans, though. <laughs> Do You're I? Not from here. Do I? Oh, it's certainly, certainly. Uh, I, I wouldn't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't even know what sport Dallas Cowboys play. I'm That's American football. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, like, because you've got all these teams. They're just like... This could be from any franchise, um, but yeah, um, well, that's the thing is we've got we've got oh we've got all these teams, but you have hundreds. Yeah, we've you got have, hundreds. You but have fifteen like one, leagues, but you know what sport it's from? Um, yeah, we have a bunch of different sports that are all competitive with each other, and that's the thing yeah, is like, um, um, but like I, where was I going with that? Um, with yeah, I guess did did uh, LeBron James move when his team was doing well? Yeah, no, I think it's more like what. Uh, uh, Brady yep. did, um, leaving the Patriots. Yes, um, and both of those dudes will be remembered by a lot of people as absolute f***ing cowards. Yeah, but then Brady's gone and won it again. Correct. <laughs> without the Patriots. Correct. And that did a lot to cement his legacy for sure, because if he had gone and not won, that would have been it. Yeah, that, and that's kind of what's going to happen with Ronaldo now. He's not going to win leaving so Real Madrid. Part of what we, uh, part of what people idolize so much about Michael Jordan is that he like played for the Bulls and won championships for the Bulls, and then left basketball entirely, and then came Played baseball and pl- for a bit, right? Yeah, played baseball for a little <laughs> that's while. That's the funniest story. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, played, came back and played for the Bulls and won more championships for the Bulls, right? Mm. And like nobody cares what happens when he, he got traded to the Wizards, right? Like nobody's worried yeah. about it. Didn't he win free? He did a free peat, left for a year, and then and did, did another free peat. Yeah, did yeah. another one. Yeah. So he could have done a seven peat if uh if he just stayed that one year. Yeah. Wow. Um but yeah, so that's that's uh I will and I will say this about baseball is like baseball is the one place where we have a full development system mm. in place. Like it, obviously it's different in, in the UK. you have like yeah. all your teams and they're all separate. We have all our leagues and they're all like in direct line with each other. Yeah. So like bo- the Boston Red Sox say own like fifteen teams all down the line, including one right here in good old Roanoke. Okay. Okay. Um where you you have triple A and then double A and then single A high and then single A low and then like rookie league and then you know, whatever league and all these other things that go all the way down to the bottom but like even if you're at the bottom you're an employee of the boston red sox yeah theoretically that, okay, that's that yeah theoretically they could decide hey you're really good you you get to play in the boston red sox tomorrow oh okay, that's cool that's cool that, yeah that, but, but baseball is the actually, only sport we properly have that for like we have the uh and the nba has the g league which is like a, a minor league but there's only hmm. one of them um so like baseball has a ton of players and they get to develop over time that's how they get to play pull, pull players out of high school and whatever and like hmm. It's all complicated. That's actually, this, I, I thought I was going to say, I, this is like the most interesting thing I find about American sports. That like players have to go through college to play, right? Yes. Uh, I'll give you a good reason for that. Oh no, and, I think it's, I, I, I'm curious to hear this. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just fascinated. Uh, it's it. a good thing sometimes. It's a bad thing sometimes. So baseball is interesting. Um, hmm. I believe with baseball, you can either come out of high school, but you're not allowed to play directly in the major leagues, like your first year or whatever, Mm. or you can go to college for three years. Okay. So like once you sign up, you have to go for three years and then you can be drafted again. Yeah. Um, Basketball does a one and done rule where you have to go to college for a year before you can play in the NBA. It's Mm. stupid, but it's literally only there to bolster college basketball. Okay. To to make it so those good players have to play college basketball. Of course. Of course. Like have to. Uh, The the NFL does it for three years and that is 100% for safety. Yeah, I I get that because I feel like, again, I see it kind of similar to rugby. It's a very physical sport. I feel like if you're 18, you're not going to be doing that at a pro level. It's quite dangerous. It's quite dangerous. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, since this is the thing is like like basketball teams could go like you could have a game tomorrow where the Los Angeles Lakers play, you know, the, the team that wins college basketball or whatever. Right. Mm. And like nobody's yeah. going to die. This happens yeah. all the time in baseball where, where like teams will go play their old their, or their lower grade teams or like mm. after the uh, the massacre of Virginia Tech, like the, the New York Yankees came and play the Virginia Tech baseball team. Okay. And yeah. like it was fine. It's baseball. But like if you're 18 and you go out there and you get hit by somebody who's 34 years old and is, <laughs> you know, 1% body fat and has been playing in the NFL for 15 years, you're going to he'll, he'll just knock your head off. That, that's, you're 18 years old. Yeah. You're just gonna die, right? Like it's <laughs> it, there's no other. No, I, the NFL is the one one I kind of understand. Sure, yeah. So they just they keep those um, kids in yeah. in, high, in college just so they don't freaking die. My question about it is: Does it create this atmosphere where there are a lot of people who are in college? Because I, I, it's like a t- typical like movie plot scenario, right? Where the guy, the the dad wants him to go to college to become the athlete he dreamed of being. Um, and therefore, he's like pushing for him to get the grades to go to college. Um, but does it create that atmosphere where you have like the jocks and uh, people who aren't all that invested in studying at college, creating a like more like elitist attitude around people? In uh, yeah, it's 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 a big problem at some schools for sure, mm. where like they get to stay in school with like a one point five grade point average because they are you know football players. Yeah. Um, but also, like those the football teams at those schools do as much to keep that school open and in business as anything oh, else course. does. Of course, you know, yeah. Uh, and that is the thing that I have the oh, most yeah. trouble explaining to Europeans, especially, is the the idea of college football and college basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like they, the people, these people cannot understand how. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> how the University of Texas plays in a stadium that's bigger than Wembley Stadium. Yeah, and it's sold out every single game, every yeah. single year, even when they're not good yeah. for it, a college football is, team. That is very, but it makes sense that like the pros go, I, I like the idea of that, that like all you can watch the youth teams coming up. Like, I mean, football works very differently here where it's just pretty much like a 17 year old, if they're good enough, can play in the Premier the, the, the cut off 16, anyone over yeah. 16 can play in the Premier League. Um, yeah. I'd say if you're good enough, you can play. And like you have like a 17 year old English guy playing for Bayern Munich in the Champions League and a 17. Oh, he's not English, actually. He's declared to be German. But a 17 year old English guy playing for Dortmund in the Champions League um, and getting goals. And uh, and like you have all these like teenagers playing in the Premier League. Right. And they, they just kind of drop out of school. The, the clubs like put them through school right. to get them. And they I've, I'm pretty sure football clubs have like their own like education centers just to get to like get these players the yeah. basic education where they can really focus on their football yeah. and they rise up through the academies and you technically can watch the academies and under 18 teams and stuff but right there's no hype around it whatsoever though well like, that's the thing is yeah. we are talking for the most part about people that are 18 or older doing mm. these sports yeah. but it's like we let with the exception of baseball we let uh, the schools handle the development yeah instead of doing like you know youth teams or you know mm. having a, a 15th tier of english football yeah but i i, I love the idea of a 15th tier of english football i i mean sure that there's a uh, team here in England um, that's created by a YouTuber um, called uh, Hashtag United. Yeah. Um, and they're playing in the, I believe, eighth tier of English football. Right. I actually went to watch them last year. And uh, it, I find that really cool that, like, they're, they're obviously got a huge advantage over every other team because they have sponsors and endorsements right. that 
the rest of the teams in their leagues couldn't even dream of. They upload all their games onto YouTube and like for people to watch. They have a huge yeah. fan base, sell shirts. And I, I mean, it's a genius marketing idea from the guy who came up with it. Um, and they're, they're like rising through the leagues because they, they're richer than all the other clubs around them. But I love the idea that one year they can reach the top four English football divisions and right. play in the football league. They, they won't be able to upload their videos to YouTube anymore once they do that because yeah. they, they'll lose all the rights to that. But like the idea that this guy could build up up his uh build up a team from nothing to that and make a youtube like channel documenting the whole experience sure i love that um, no that's that's definitely very cool and i'm glad that that exists and i'm glad that yeah. that's like a thing that that y'all do like it's mm -hmm. very cool to me i still think that there should be a premier league championship tournament i i can i, I again i i feel like i i feel like what i've learned more is that there are qualities to both sides of things like You've got the playoffs, and I, I agree right. with that. But I also, I also propose that we have the league, and then we also have cup tournaments. So, like, fair, yeah. So that's so, just so foreign to me that like I cannot yeah. make those two things click, right? Because like, yeah. because like everybody gets to claim that they're the the, uh, the champion, then right? Like somebody wins the FA Cup and they're the champion, and somebody wins the league and they're the champion, and they're not the same yeah. team, and somebody else wins the Champions League and they're the champion, and like, yeah, that's why Man United's pride and joy is that they did the treble in 1999. Man United won the league, FA Cup, and Champions League all in the same season. Right. Only English team to have done it. And therefore, like, they, they yeah. conquered all the tournaments. They, sure. There's no no debating. Sure. Any, and, uh, like, Arsenal have, like, they went unbeaten for an entire Premier League season. No one's done that before. Um, and teams do have, like, these, these things. But it's kind of cool, though. Like, Man City are going to win the Premier League this season. But Chelsea could very easily win the Champions League this year right. and the FA Cup. Who's had the better season then? Man City, who have won the Premier League, or Chelsea, who have won the Champions League? Well, then they'll League fight about it. Cup. And Chelsea have beat Man City in the FA Cup, and they might beat Man City in the Champions League final. So it's kind of like. Then it's Chelsea. I, you'd think, right? Because Chelsea beat them twice, but Man City won the league. And I would agree, Chelsea have had the better season if they win the Champions League because it's see, the bigger tournament. That's my but, thing, right? Is, so yeah. this is this is the argument about playoffs, right? Is that like it it sort it sorts the wheat from the chaff. It turns it it, it, it promotes whoever is the best team usually, and especially in the mm. in the elimination series, right? Because like some teams every year, I don't care what league it's in, some teams suck, right? Like yeah somebody's got to be bottom of the table, right? Of course, yeah. And like a lot of times there are teams that get into the playoffs because they beat more of the bad teams and other teams had to play more of the, the good teams, right? Mm, okay. And like, that's the same thing as like, is it Man City? Who do they beat, right? That's that's the, the question that becomes, and when you have a playoff tournament, that eliminates that question, yeah. right? Because well, then if you, have the, yeah. if you have the Premier League championship and then Chelsea goes and beats Man City, that's the, that, that question answered, ask yeah. and answered, right? But, like, but is, there, is there then the argument that Man City beat Chelsea in the league? When they played them in the league, uh, no, is that is that is that like a thing that can happen in America? So you've yeah. got like your regional divisions. A team beats a team twice in the regional division, and then they meet in the Super Bowl, no, and then that or, cannot or happen. The, or the game before the Super Bowl, the game before the Super like, Bowl, that can happen. Yeah, so the so national final. And there's then, a there's a split. You know, every, they're they're split into divisions and conferences. This is the same baseball, football, basketball. Hmm. I imagine soccer. I don't know. Yeah, hockey. Where there's like there's two conferences yeah, Asian, and then the conferences yeah. are split into a number of divisions and like mm -hmm. the division winner gets to go for all those divisions and then some extra teams get to go from both sides and both sides handle their own playoffs until those championships meet. Mm. That started basically in every sport in America because we had two leagues that just played each other and then got yeah. bought by one of the other. So like we had the, the American Football League and the National Football League and those mm. played against each other and that was the Super Bowl, right? It was for the first of ever course, like yeah. the first Super Bowl was called like the AFL NFL championship game. 
And then what the NFL... I love about the Super Bowl, actually, just as a principle, is how much of a spectacle it is. Yeah. I wish they could big up the Champions League final like that. There was a big musical performance at halftime and stuff. Like they they don't they don't do like the the all the marketing like that behind it. That's the the American way. And that's that's why it, like, that's why I keep like just coming back to like is the Champions League really all that? Because it's not like that, right? Like the Champions. Oh, it, it is though. Like for for us, like. For me, like a Champions League game, for me on midweek is completely unmissable. Like when it's between the good sides, you know, like um, like you're not gonna watch like a group game, but like once it gets to like the quarterfinals onwards, they're pretty much unmissable games. Yeah. Um, and they they are big up, but like we don't have like the American way of just like making it so that, that it's a basically a national holiday. It is, isn't it? Like the it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's like a thing. Yeah. yeah and like you thing. get together with your friends, you eat wings. Some people just watch it for the commercials and that's like a thing. And like so even people who don't like sports sure. watch the game. And it just it's just this whole thing. I love that idea. And I I wish there was more like but it isn't it's so American the idea of even doing that. Like right. here it just like we kind of cringe at the idea of doing that in a way. But I love that like at, at, from like an outside point I, and that's why i watch the super bowl every year even though none of my friends like to stay up for it because i don't know if this is something you consider but it's so late here ends at like four yes, yes. <laughs> so like no, none of my friends i was actually stay i was up, in but... i was in india for last year's super bowl oh yeah yeah i remember and i had to watch it on my phone yeah. on like indian wi-fi at like yeah like like the Eight next the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so that that is the the uh the thing for me though is like because you talked about it earlier at the top like that, that the American sports are revenue generators, right? Oh, yeah. And that's like a lot of Europeans will look down on that. But then like you have your biggest teams that are owned by what? American millionaires, American billionaires Blazers, and, and, uh, and Middle Eastern billionaires. Own Man United. Yeah. Um, you know, it, they, they, they yeah. sell the front of the shirt to the to, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. to Etihad Airways and Emirates Airlines and, you know, oil companies and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. Is that. And, and they take it's this becoming they take more this, of a problem. They take this point of superiority over that. And I'm like, is it better though? Because like, a, uh, how much money you have doesn't matter in American football or in bas basketball mm. or in hockey. Uh, it does matter in baseball, but less so than it used to. Like, how much money a team has doesn't matter. They all get to play with the same amount of money. No, I I, I agree. I I and I actually that is a factor that I I really like. Oh. Um, in with the, the, from the qualities of American football and stuff. Like, there is this like. There isn't a massively unfair advantage. I, I, I completely agree with that. Well, and um, the Premier League is definitely, again, definitely com more competitive than most other things that are yeah. formatted that way. Like, the last time, as we were talking about Formula 1, right? The last time that Formula 1 came down to the last race of the season was 11 years ago, 2010. Was that the one Lewis Hamilton won first time? What? I remember Lewis Hamilton won on the final day first time. Hamilton like, won, won in it. 2008. Yeah. Okay, I remember that watching that. For McLaren, but, I, but I yeah. Because that, but he's only, I only watched that because he's English. Right. That, that was a big deal here because it was an English guy winning it. But So right. Sebastian Vettel became the youngest world champion ever in 2010 yeah. at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix when he won uh, for Red Bull. And he was in yeah. third place at the beginning of that race. Like yeah. overall. I, I, yeah. I that was the that, last time it was close. I, I find that really interesting. Um, well, especially with um, the racing. I, what I always wonder, this is completely off topic actually, but um, how much does having the best car make you the best racer because that's what everyone here said when Vettel won like four years in a row everyone just said oh he has the best car though and trying to kind of like belittle his achievements Hamilton's well, the better racer he just has the best car so Formula One's interesting though because like for a major series like that it's the only basically one of the only times that the car matters mm. like all the other series basically Formula Two and and downward and most of the American series 
as well are are spec races where like everybody has the same car basically. Yeah, and that that's that's the that's sport. That's competitive. Like that makes it much more interesting. Yes, Everyone's so like an even playing field. Formula One being boring isn't the fact that Lewis Hamilton won seven years in a row and is now probably going to win for an eighth year. Is he seven in a row? No, not seven in a row. Sorry, he's seven totals and okay. it wasn't in a row. Mercedes has won seven in a row. Because oh, wow. Nico Rosberg won in 2016 for Mercedes. He's, but he's they, definitely like the considered to be like the best ever now, Lewis Hamilton, I feel. At least he's uh, in the he is tied, Schumacher. So yeah. he is tied with Michael Schumacher for for amount of total mm. uh, championships, but he does he has most laps led, most polls, most wins. Yeah. Um, and he's a great person as well. Yeah, um, no, I, nothing against Lewis great Hamilton. Role model. Like, oh, no, is, I never thought you did, but yeah. F1 is not boring because Lewis Hamilton wins every year. F1 is boring because Mercedes wins every year. Yes, yes, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and um, before... Because there's been two two teams that have won the drivers world or the, the constructors world championship in the last eleven years, and that's Red Bull and Mercedes. Mm. And there yeah. and and it's been uh, you know so obviously it was close between uh, McLaren and Red Bull in 2010. Red Bull ran away with it for the next three two three years. And Mercedes has run away with it the next uh, six years, seven years. I, like, I think the closest that anybody's gotten to beating them was within like 300 points. That, I, I think that's what uh, is a bit more interesting. Like, I agree that that is a problem that is around most of Europe. Like Bayern Munich win the German League every year. Every year. And I do not get the German League because all the other good German sides sell all their players to Bayern Munich. It's so weird. Like they literally just like, if, if another good player comes up in the German league, Bayern Munich just take it off their rivals and it makes no sense. Right. Um, so it's like the other teams want Bayern to win it every year. That The French league, PSG win it every year, pretty yeah. much. And that's because PSG have 10 times more money than everyone else and buy all the good players and currently have Mbappe and Neymar playing for them and you're not going to beat them. Like, they might not win it this year, though, uh, but they might win the Champions League this year, so they won't really care. Um, Spanish League, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Atletico have won it a couple times recent years, but it's... Wait, it's is, very... is Ronaldo not still at PSG? Ronaldo never went to PSG. He didn't go to PSG? He went to Italy, to Juventus. Oh, right, and okay. Juventus had actually won, like, seven or eight consecutive titles, maybe even nine consecutive titles before this year, and they're not going to win it this year, since Ronaldo joined, actually, which is funny, but... Um, but uh, but then the Champions League is where all these teams can go up and compete against each other. And I feel like different teams pretty much win it every year. Other than when Real Madrid and Barcelona dominated it for a bit, um, which was the Messi and Ronaldo era. And that was yeah. very exceptional. There were just two players so far ahead of the rest of, of the everybody world else, yeah. that, that you just couldn't compete with them. Um, and occasionally you did have an one. But now it's much more competitive and... Uh, different teams do win it every year. Like since since Real Madrid, Ronaldo left Madrid. Liverpool won it. Bayern Munich have won it. Neither of those two teams are even left in it this year. So, yeah. and I think a different team will win it the year after and the year after that as well. Maybe so. It, the Champions League's a lot more competitive, and it's all of Europe coming together. However. What I do, there was one positive to this Super League that came about, and that is I would love it if the Champions League became more inclusive to including teams in Brazil and Argentina to help boost their, and America, of course, to boost their revenue so yeah. that it could be like a, a world Champions League. And then, because obviously those teams are never going to be able to compete with the teams in Europe at the moment. No, but yeah. America, if you give America a chance to compete at the world stage like that, then there's more reason for players to want to play in America and therefore 
more money into the American game and therefore gives it's, a better chance for it if, to grow. If you, if you move the, the UEFA Champions League to being the FIFA Champions League, it won't change a damn thing here. Not for a while. Uh, yeah, but I, it would, I think it would help in like Brazil. And it would help Brazil, Argentina, Argentina Mexico, yeah. some of the... Mexico, the yeah. Big, Latin America they countries, love, yeah. They love soccer there, don't they? Yeah. Um, all, all of Latin America, basically. Probably Canada, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I always find Mexico It would help so Africa funny. and Asia a lot. Yeah. Uh, would, but yeah. it would not do a damn thing for America. We wouldn't change a thing. I, I, but I, a gradual process at the end of the day. But um, Seamus, we're I, about I, to we're yeah. about to not qualify for baseball in the Olympics because we are so homogenous. Like yeah, we're that, so that single minded about it. I don't even know um, if you're going to qualify for the next World Cup as well. We didn't qualify oh, for the last well, one. Certainly we will. Football. Certainly we will. I not. think you might because the teams that that America qualify up against are awful. <laughs> like so, that, that that's the advantage you have you are in a group three teams from north america qualify so like i mean who do you have to beat? you don't even have to beat mexico and canada and canada aren't any good either yeah. but i like unless you lose to panama and honduras you do get through we will <laughs> lose should. to panama honduras yeah you did last like, time i don't think you will again but like the team's good enough to qualify yeah we'll see oh my god sorry um but yeah, so like it is, it is interesting to me that like, and, and you know, it's like you, you say Man City's got to win, you're, are, are going to win the league, right? Yeah. But the season's not over. It's just such a wild thing to me. Like, what if they lose the last game? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's they're, already they're so miles, they're, they're miles ahead. I would love it if it was, but they'd still, I still think they'd win it if there was a, there was a playoff, to be honest. They're, they're I mean, maybe, maybe, but we'll never know, will we? We'll never know if Lewis Hamilton is the greatest driver ever or not because he, Runs away with right. He doesn't even have to finish the season. He's never had to yeah. finish the season. Well, he did first season. Yeah, he did the first season. Sorry, with Mercedes, he's never had to finish the yeah. season. Um, no, I, 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 I completely, I completely get where you're coming from. But like in, they, in, and, in they had the FA Cup. They had the FA Cup, and they didn't win the FA Cup. They've got the Champions League to play for as well. Yeah, they could win the league in Champions League. That would be by far the best season in the club's history. Yeah, and it like you couldn't argue with it. So like they, yeah, the rest of their league season doesn't matter. But they still have three potential know. games that could be very important. They've got two games against PSG. And they've got a final against Chelsea or Real Madrid, which could be huge and would be, will be huge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, so we even have a, a playoff system in NASCAR and like, it's not great. It's not a great system. It does exist. Mm. Uh, and like the last person, uh, the first person to cross the line in the last race wins the championship. Like, and I yeah. think that's rad. Like you have to finish. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think the MLS is great. I think that uh, it's a complicated league and that we're, it's going to take us a while to be competitive at soccer again. Um, I, I, I agree. Um, but I, I would love America to be competitive. But I, I have recently gotten uh, back into my hatred of the European sporting method because I've been watching Formula One uh, because I watched the Netflix series. Oh, yes, I heard about this. Yes, but I haven't watched it. But so for the last three years, Netflix has been making a documentary series about Formula One, basically to sell the idea to Americans. <laughs> Because we own it now. You own the Formula One. We own Formula One now. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, and you will see, uh, <laughs> you will see it becoming much, much, much more Americanized. It's already starting, and, and the teams are not happy. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that doesn't. America just they, they they own all the good teams in England, and that annoys me. I no one here likes our owners. Like we all want our owners gone because we don't want Americans who don't care about our club owning us. Like, you know how you you know how you get owners that care about the clubs? You make the thing fucking competitive. I mean, but uh, it is competitive though. <laughs> a team hasn't a team hasn't won three Premier League titles in a row for like 
15 years. Okay, that's fine. So it, it, different teams do win it. That's fine. But you have to sell the front of your shirts to Emirates Airlines and, and Yokohama Tires. But yeah, that those are two sponsors. But wait, do you not have sponsors on NFL shirts? No. They never have, never will. I refuse to believe. You know why? Because the NFL makes an absolute fuckload of money. They've got little tiny advertisements on on basketball jerseys now. That's just... And legitimately, I think there's only advertising on MLS jerseys because that was the thing that they did back then. It's the same way we named the teams, right? Like, why do we have Real Salt Lake? Like, what... Sporting oh, inter, Kansas City, in, inter FC Miami. Dallas, like who the hell? Yeah, those are bad names. Inter Miami. I, I Inter Miami, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's it's just blind appropriation. Yeah, that is bad. Like they, they looked at like what are what are soccer teams called? Yeah. Because the soccer teams have such they, wild uh, naming well, conventions made, compared to American made, sports. Se- I mean, it makes sense though, because like in in Italian, Inter probably means something, and the same with like uh, Real in Spanish. Like, yeah, Real means royal. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, that I, I completely agree uh, with you there. <laughs> um, that the names are god awful. But they copied that, but they didn't copy the the format of, of, of the league system. No, because you're not going to get a league here without a playoff system. It won't happen. I, you could have the playoff system. Just keep the relegation and promotion. No, I agree. I think that they should do that for sure. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm okay with America having its playoff systems. If that's how they want it to be, then let it be that way. But there should still be relegation and promotion. It gives... Because it means if a team finishes bottom, they've got nothing to play for for the last uh, 10 games of the season, let's say. And uh, then there's no motivation to... It means that doesn't the fixture list then benefit teams that have the teams down the bottom who have got nothing to play for at the end of the season more than it benefits the teams? So like, if a team has to play three games left and one team has to play the three teams up the top and have got something to play for, and then the other team has to play the three teams at the bottom who have got nothing to play for. It gives a huge advantage to the team playing the teams at the bottom, right? Uh, yeah, to some and extent, whereas, but also yeah. you play to win the game. Yeah, of course, of course. But there's less motivation, whereas here, like, it, we're in the stage of the season where the teams who can finish in between, like, 8th to 14th, who have got nothing to play for, they, they're actually easier to play at this stage of the season than the teams who are right at the bottom, because the teams that are right at the bottom are actually fighting for something. They've got, they've got something to play for. Right. Whereas it does make a difference if you finish eight or fourteen. So they try to stack the, uh, they try to stack the system so that like your last couple games are important regardless, like they're division games or whatever. They're mm. like games with stakes outside of records, basically. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, we just do sports here. Like you don't want to lose the game ever. Yeah. It does yeah. not matter. It does yeah. not matter if you are, you, you, you know, you, you're about to go zero and sixteen, right? You don't want to be because so few teams have lost all their games. That, like, you cannot get skunked, man. Like, it does not matter. Yeah. You will be remembered for... That's the wrong way to be remembered forever. Of course, of course. Like, I, the 2000-whatever Detroit Lions went 0-16. Mm-hmm. Like, they... And we and they're the last team to do it, and we still talk about that team. Yeah, no, and I, I agree with that. I was more to, like, someone with, like, what, like, 2-14 and 14 bottom of their league. Like, why does it matter? You actually... There are teams that want to lose the games to get a better draft pick. Yeah, I mean, that's so... Like, people say that. People say that. That's a real, like, claim that they make. But those dudes are still out there, like... And, the, and yeah, even the no, ownership... I, I might, don't deny. I don't deny the football... Inte- like, the sporting integrity. Yeah. 
uh, players want to win. If you're a competitive athlete, you'd never want to lose anything. Like, you don't get there with a mentality of, hey, I don't mind if we lose this one. Like, <laughs> well, that's what's why, because again, I've, again, I've been, I just keep bringing it back to Formula One because it's the one thing that I've been watching recently. But the mentality of the teams at the bottom is just like, oh, yeah, I got, you know, we got 19th place today. That's so great for us. We're not dead last. Right. Like, that's insane to me. What? In, in here, 19th. What'd you say? But the team that finishes 19th. Yeah. Now, they'll be fuming. They've gone down. They got relegated. The team is no, no, not in the Premier League. Not the Premier League. Uh. Oh. I'm talking about like any given race, right? Like if they if they yeah. they finish 19th oh, yeah, yeah. and that's like 18th or 19th and they're used to finishing 20th, that's a victory for that team. Yeah. And yeah. you should be and, as yeah. to my American sporting sensibility, like you should be ashamed of yourself. I I'm definitely getting more interested in American sport and I think back to Moneyball, it was a good movie to watch like for it. I like I definitely like the the NFL is interesting and I do I love the the concepts behind it. I wish, all I was saying with the MLS is that I'd wish that uh, they could incorporate the relegation and promotion. I'm glad you agree with that. Yeah. So to make it more, uh, I, I, I'm completely fine with the playoff system, um, but to make it more but we like can't even, the- uh, we, we don't even have a full league yet. So like, how are yeah, we gonna- it, It's very odd. <laughs> how are we, but that's the thing is like, we have to start from scratch, right? Yeah. And we've had to we've had to build up more teams every year because like starting a sports team in America costs a lot of fucking money. Okay. Yeah, of course. And that and that that's the issue. They don't want the losses of money that it would cost to get relegated and be playing in a right. lower division. And that's why the big teams as of this year wanted to move all their team all the big teams into a bigger league because they're relevant right now and therefore it makes sense to be in this bigger league. See that that makes a hundred percent sense to me though. Like But it it, it removes the any interest of this like team rising up if you've just got i don't want to watch man united play the same 19 other teams every season never never have a game against accrington stanley yeah ever i just again. don't see why it matters and like playing barcelona every season no longer is it a uh game to look forward to once every 10 years like chelsea okay, played Real right. Madrid today and they hadn't played in my lifetime before today so you who's your team you're you're a man manchester united, united fan right yeah do you watch every game? Yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah. And how many of those games are boring? Eh, I don't know. Like, it depends who's in charge, but I don't know. Like one in five. Okay. How many How many times do you play a team that you truly go into it feeling like you're the favorite? Almost all of them. Uh, I, I'd say in the in the league way, one in three. No, two in three. Sorry, one in three. I'd say we aren't the favorite. It's pretty. Close. I, I get I get not wanting to play the same twenty teams. I don't get not wanting to play the same. I guess the NFL's thirty two teams, right? And it never gets old. Hmm. But we lost to the team bottom of the league this season. Sheffield okay. United relegated, beat us. Two yeah. one I, I, in our own ground. Sure, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying those stories are incredible. Everything that like AFC Wimbledon's done, incredible. What have AFC Wimbledon done? They built the, a squad from scratch, didn't they? Yeah, because they got that was before I was born. I don't remember it. <laughs> um, and now they've they've you know built a new stadium or whatever on the same yeah. spot as the old stadium. I, I don't, I'm a John Green fan. He's a big backer of their. Of that oh, he is. Thing. Yeah. Oh, also, actually, this is really crazy. But you know, uh. Uh, Billy Bean from yeah. the, the movie <laughs> that we were meant to be talking about, but yeah. we didn't. This is just Seamus and Ethan talk sports, and I love it. We knew um, that it was going to happen. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> we did this about um, Toy Story 2 as well. <laughs> um, and uh, 
he he also owns uh, stakes in uh, Barnsley FC, yeah. who also play in the championship. Yeah. And they are currently sixth in the championship, qualified for the playoffs, could go up to the Premier League this season. I hope they don't, because I hope Brentford wiped the floor with them. But uh, I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds and the guy that plays Mac on yeah, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on Wrexham yeah, FC in Wales. I, 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 I posted a tweet when that came out. No one got it. But I, I said... I'd love Ryan Reynolds to try and explain why Wrexham FC, a team based in Wales, play in the English fifth division of football. Yeah, I, I think that we, we're mostly smarter than you'd give us credit for. I, 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 to me, that's such like a wild thing that like why, uh, uh, why a Welsh team would be playing in the English league. Because it is odd. I think it's odd. But maybe it just isn't a big thing. Um, from... Well, that's the same country. Yeah, but Wales have their own league. Okay. And Wrexham aren't in it. Scotland have their own league as well. Yeah. Scottish teams don't. I think it's very weird that Scotland has their own league. Yeah, I, I kind of wish the good Scottish teams joined the Premier League, but they never will. They've got too much national pride. But um, we have every sport, with the exception of football, has Canadian teams in it. The, the, is it true the NFL has a London team? No. There's some London team that does something in American football. Or, is there something like that? I think so. Oh, I don't know. They play games London in London. Team America. Yeah, I knew that. The London Warriors. Um, uh, but they they don't play. They don't play in America though. They just they play in English. London. They continuously talk about uh, uh, moving one of the teams or creating a new team in London. Yeah, I mean maybe they just build up. Yeah, there's an American football team in London. They talk but about it every year, about doing London, Toronto, and I think Mexico City. Uh, yeah, I mean if you expand American football, like if they built a London team. I would probably watch it a lot more than I yeah. do right now because there'd be a team for me to support. I have no allegiance to any American football team. I've always tried to like that. And that's why I find it hard to get into, actually. I don't I don't really have like a uh, this is why I'm so passionate about Virginia having a team. I'd feel a sense of allegiance to a Virginian team because I've been to Virginia a few times. Yeah. And I stayed in Virginia for like a month. So like, I, if there was a Virginian team, I'd like feel an allegiance to it. But I don't want to support the just the team closest to Virginia because that was kind okay. of there. So you're not from Manchester, though. I'm not. But I support Man United because my dad did. And uh, is he from dumb. Manchester? No, he supports it because his dad does. Was he from Manchester? No, they're from Ireland. So. So they have an English team, right? But in in my head, as a child, you support the same team as your dad because, like, it kind of creates a bond between a yeah. son and his dad, right? Um, we do the same and, uh, here. Yeah. So, and but like, so my dad doesn't have an American football team either. So no, like, I mean, there but, isn't like yeah. But I mean, it's the same here. Where like mm. you can just I, I'm giving you Seamus Gorman permission to pick a team. Yeah, I know, but I. I feel like there needs to be like a reason to support But a there team. doesn't. So that's the thing is there, there doesn't. I know there doesn't, but I don't have that connection to a team. I've tried to at times. At, at, at one point in time, I was like, I'm going to be a Vikings fan because Marshall Erickson supports the Vikings in How I Met Your Mother. I know you yeah, hate that. I do. But, I'm a Green Packers fan. <laughs> but I just, I, I, anytime I watch I don't have no connection to this team. I don't care if they lose. Um, There, there was no, there was nothing going to it. So I, I stopped supporting the Vikings after I mean, like one game. I consider myself a Chelsea fan because my my grandmother used to live near the stadium. Yeah, and that's a good reason as any. But you're not a Chelsea fan, I would say. I don't think you watch Chelsea games. I used to. D did you know Chelsea were playing today, though? No. Yeah. Did you know Chelsea had the best American player playing for them? No, I didn't. I, I haven't followed them <laughs> so, in yeah. uh, four or five years, but like not okay. as unrecently as you think. Okay, um, but yeah, but like for me to be like, be like an allegiance to a team, I'd want to be like watching them regularly. No, nah, dude, I used to get up at five o'clock in the morning and watch the the. That, that's games. very. That's very impressive. Um, Just I, like when I, I was a kid, thing. I would get up at I would get up at at whatever time of day, and my dad and I would turn on the TV and we'd watch Michael Schumacher race in Formula One. Yeah, very cool. Right, like um, 
Um, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying you're not a Chelsea. No, fan. no. I'm, I'm just that, saying like, that. I just is... meant it like for me personally. I have no allegiance to an American side. Um, but if but they're a London not, team, that's the thing. Is, I'm not going to hate somebody. It. I'm not going to hate somebody who comes up and it's just like, I want to watch soccer, you know, like English soccer. I'm going to be a fan of this Arsenal team. And I'll be like, cool, man. Yeah. Excellent. That, Good that, choice. And that was something I really liked when I was in America because I was in America during the World Cup in 2018. And I remember speaking to some guys in a pub, <laughs> yeah. in an Irish pub in America, um, which is nothing like a real Irish pub, by the way, um, nope. about um, if they were into it. And there were a few guys who were, but they didn't really seem to have any allegiance to... Uh, the, the MLS. They no. watched the Premier League. No. And the guy I was speaking to was a Liverpool fan. And I was like, oh, do you have an MLS team? And he's like, no, I don't watch the MLS. And it's just like, that to me is like, if Americans want to like soccer, the MLS has to be stronger. Um, sure, but we and don't... I feel like, yeah. We don't want to like the MLS because they're lame and bad. Yeah, exactly. And I, But then, alternatively, for me to really get into the NFL, if there was a London team, I would probably consider myself an NFL sure. fan. Yeah. But there isn't. So I have no allegiance to any team. Yeah. And I hope they do that. I, I really hope they make a London team. And I, I, I mean, if they're I, I think having everybody that conversation, does. Those yeah. games are wild. If, they have that, if they're having that conversation, it would be great. Because um, it would increase the sport here as well. Yeah. And it would mean that the Super Bowl actually, what they call like the baseball final, the World Series, right? We, we joke about this here. Like that you yeah. call these like tournaments that are all based in American teams, like the World yeah. Final, when it's just not like... <laughs> but... Um, but like, if, if you incorporated it to a wider world, it would be very cool because then it could actually be like this more worldwide phenomenon. No, I 100% agree. I, I would love for the NFL to do uh, international teams. Hmm. Uh, and I, I want America to grow in football terms as well. Like, oh, same. I, I want to see America do well at a World Cup. Having a team outside of the eight teams that have won a World Cup would be really cool. Would be sick, yeah. But I don't think it's happening like beyond an obvious one it's not going to happen like spain won it for the first time in 2010 yeah. and that's the only team to have won it for the first time this century yeah and spain weren't like a oh my god spain won a world well, cup i would never right, have seen exactly. this coming it was like they haven't won yet <laughs> exactly and i think it'd be the same with the netherlands if they were like the next team even belgium like god there's no like there's no shock team that are going to come up and win a world cup 20 2010 world cup was so good it was a very good one. i watched 2018 world cup was the best but i, I disagree england did, england did well at it that's i didn't see I, we weren't in it so i didn't care <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but like that yeah i remember that's what a lot of americans said because i was in america for a bit of it and they said yeah i don't really have interest in this world this is like the only time i would get into watching the soccer would be for the world cup and because america aren't in it there's no interest oh in dude america. right right now at this moment kevin de bruyne could walk into my house and i would punch him in the face <laughs> For the crimes he committed against right? America in the 2014 World Cup. Oh, what did he do? Did he he, we lost to Belgium in that game where Tim Howard stopped like 27 goals. Kevin De Bruyne has become a very good player since then. <laughs> I don't care. He scored against us. He's like considered like in 2014, he was okay. Now he's considered would, like one would, of the best players would, in the world. <laughs> I would knock one of his ears off right now for no for that reason. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, well, that, no, I, I'd love to see it. Because America beat us in a World Cup, did you not? Uh, yes. Yes, that one. That it was, was the, in 2010. It yeah. was 2010, Did yeah. you beat Sorry. us or did you just finish higher than us in the group? No, we won that game, I'm pretty sure. With the with the goal, with the, the terrible goal. The guy I think it was the, a draw. I think it was a draw. One was one. it a draw? I don't know. I, but we didn't, we, we, we finished second in the group because we couldn't beat anyone, apparently. Oh my God. But, Sorry. but by the time that we got knocked out of that tournament, everybody in the whole country was so invested in the World Cup by that point. Yeah, that, exactly. Like, America getting to like a quarterfinals, great because it, it was means the same. That, it was the uh, same with Rio. It's like I. It was a huge deal everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, if we were playing, because I remember I watched 
the uh, <sighs> the fucking Portugal game in Rio. In, in Rio in 2014. Where, where, no, Rio was 2018. They got knocked out. The America got knocked out in the groups, didn't they? No. By Portugal. No, we did, did you not. knock Portugal out the groups? No. You both went out. <laughs> yes. No, we didn't. No, we, we got onto the, we, we played an elimination game against Belgium. Oh, because you knocked Portugal out then. I knew there's something weird happened there. I don't remember what happened, but Portugal they, must have got knocked out. Portugal beat us though in stoppage time. Well, Portugal had Ronaldo, like. Yes. Good side. And he scored, he yeah, scored a they, garbage time goal. You knocked Portugal out. Right. They scored a garbage time goal against us because it was, it was like seven minutes of stoppage time at mm. the end. I, I didn't like 2014 World Cup because England- They just that. wouldn't blow the the whistle. They would not blow the whistle. And Ronaldo came and scored and well, beat us. And I will never, or, or made a draw or something. I will never forget that game. Yeah. No, I, that, that, that's why I hope America are, are in the next World Cup. It, it's it's more fun when like the whole world's very invested in it. And it, no offense to Panama, but no one wants Panama in the World right. Cup over America other than people in Panama. England beat Panama in the last World Cup, like, by the way. Once... They qualified in America's place. Do you know how much England beat Panama by in the World Cup when they qualified in America's place? How much? I think we won 7-1. I think Six the only one. I think the only it game was, I watched of that season was the uh, the Iceland Argentina game. I didn't even watch that one. I was in America for it. Yeah, I know I you were running the, the uh, you were running the Spartan race. race. Yeah, I, I was it. not running the Spartan race. I was watching the Iceland versus Argentina game wearing my Argentina jersey. Yeah, I, I I wanted Argentina to win that World Cup if England didn't win it because I had a bet on them to win it. Um, I did my whole they did not do well. I did my whole like senior dissertation in college on uh, Argentinian soccer well, and the and the nineteen seventy six World Cup. Was that the one they won? I believe so. It was the one they hosted in Argentina, and yeah, whoever the president it, yeah. of Argentina at that time was uh, used the World Cup as a cover-up to like round up a bunch of his uh, anti-supporters, his detractors, and just uh, murder them. Crazy. Um, well, um, but yeah, America being in a World Cup's fun, um, and the American team's getting better. That's what that's what I would say. Well, yeah, um, and that's the thing is like we are there's there's three there's 370 million of us, and we're crazy about sports. It's like yeah. anytime we can get involved, and, and and as soon as we get in the door of the World Cup and get to play, because everybody will watch all the all the group stage games, and then we're invested in the rest of the tournament, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like when Spain yeah, won in twenty, yeah. Spain won in 2010, and I could not have been happier, right? After America got out, I was like, you know what? That, that Fuck the Cup, Netherlands. Go Spain. That World, that World Cup was ruined for me by uh, Luis Suarez. Um, this is so obscure. I, I do love not like Luis, Luis Suarez. Suarez. He's the least favorite player in the world. Like, he, he, your, your feelings towards Kevin De Bruyne, that's how I feel towards Luis Suarez. He's just an I awful person. Love and Suarez. I just despise him. He's exactly the kind of sp sports person that we love here. You know what he did at the 2010 World Cup? He bit the guy. No, that was 2014. Was it? I swear he did it. Yeah, he had a 2010 incident, which is much worse than that. What did he do in 2010? I don't remember. So 2010, first World Cup held in Africa. Big deal, right? Yeah. And Ghana are playing um, uh, Uruguay, Suarez's team, in the quarterfinal. Yeah. No African team has ever made a World Cup semifinal. First World Cup in Africa, Ghana are beating... Uh, no, yeah, Ghana are beating Uruguay. Or there, there's some things about to happen where... No, yeah, no, Ghana and Uruguay are drawing. So it's level. And it's the game's reaching the end. But it means that if Ghana win, they're the first ever African team to make a semi-final at a World Cup in Africa. It's huge. This would be so great. Like, everyone wants Ghana to win this game, unless you're from Uruguay. Um, right. And uh, Ghana... And this, like... It's just the most unsportsmanlike like incident I have ever remembered. Ghana... 
basically score, but he stops the ball with his hands on the line, Luis Suarez. You can't use your hands. Right. And he stops the ball with his hands to stop the ball from going in, which is breaking the rules again. He gets a red card sent off. Garner gets yeah. a penalty as a replacement for the goal, the a certain goal he stopped. Garner missed the penalty, lose the match, and Uruguay go through in Garner's place. And I'm just, but if they'd scored that, if, if it had gone in, Garner go through. I, I don't know. I could never look past that. That was. I don't it would see have the been problem. Such a, such a great moment for Africa. I don't, I don't see the problem. To just like get that team into the final. Okay, semifinals. but like I don't, I don't care about a great moment for Africa. I care about sports, right? Like it's not about, it's not a- It's, it's bad not a sportsmanship. But it's not though. a charity event though. He's like, cheating. He cheated. He didn't cheat. He used he the did. rules to his advantage. Yeah, and I hate that. That It should have just been given as like a penalty I, goal. I would agree with that, but yeah. that's not the rule, right? Like, yeah. The rules are what they are. I think a lot of the rules in soccer are stupid. Um, offsides in soccer is dumb. No, offside, you could, you'd kill the game. No, the way they call offsides. it is dumb. The way they call it is dumb. It's getting better, but VAR isn't great. Yeah. Um, but well. like, yeah. I, I'm no, not saying it's admirable. I'm saying, I'm, look, I'm I'm not not saying it is. From that moment when Ghana got knocked out, I was like, that World Cup was just like, there was, it, it, oh. it, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth after that moment. That, that World Cup at that point was probably the height of me being into soccer. Um, and yeah, okay. Uh, so I, also, I, I love it when North Korea play at a World Cup. There's just something about that. Like I loved when, when Uruguay <laughs> beat South Africa, the host team, and their goalie got a freaking red card. Yeah, I know. The, the Uruguay ruined this World Cup. They beat South Africa as well, knocked South Africa out the groups. South Africa, in their was, own World Cup. South Africa was terrible. Their goalie got a red card. I'm sorry. I just I wanted the African teams to do well. No, I was World a big Cup. Suarez fan, big Edinson Cavani fan, big Diego Cavani, Paris fan. I like him. He plays for Man United now. Does he? Is he still around? Yeah. Yeah, he's old now, but he's good. He's, yeah. he's like a good, I, I really enjoy, I really like him, but I, he's been treated awfully here. I don't blame him if he goes back to Uruguay. But I really nice like, player. I really like South American players a lot. Um, no, I like the South American players a lot as well. Um, and actually that's what I find so funny about Mexico. Mexico like so into their football, but they're just not good, but they think they are. Like when the World oh, Cup comes around, all I the Mexican any, fans- I will watch any Mexico game in any World Cup. It's the, the, the Mexican, best thing. The Mexican fans are like convinced they're gonna win. And I'm like, and I feel like here in Europe, we just know like, yeah, Mexico just aren't great. Like there's, I, I, England could play Mexico 10 times right now. And I would expect England to win 10 out of 10 times. I don't rate this Mexican side. And it's just like, uh, but I, they're so into it. And I just, if America had the like into it as Mexico are with all their resources for oh, men's yeah, we football, would dominate, yeah. it'd be destructible, but. Um, oh, dude, I love watching it because we get, we get uh, ESPN commentators here who are former Mexican soccer players to call the Mexico games. Yeah. When the World Cup's on and it's phenomenal. Anytime you get to experience, because it's the, it's the excitement of, because you know how, how crazy Spanish language goal, uh, I mean, announcers are in soccer. Mm, yeah, of they're course. In, yeah. They're insane, but it's, we've got guys doing it in English, but with that, like that kind of that vibe. Easy. I love like, it. I want them to call every game in every sport ever. Yeah. <laughs> they, I love the, like the joke of like, imagine if people like this did golf. Oh, it would be the best. <laughs> But yeah, I, 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 maybe I'll come back to America for the next World Cup if in America in it and watch a game in America with you. It's lot. a good time. It's a good yeah. time. Does not matter what game it is, if we're even good or if we stand a chance of winning. It's a good time. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll take any opportunity to root for good old USA. Yeah. That, that's the, at least America does have its patriotism. Like, yeah. Whether it's good or bad at times, they do have that. So well, it's like, it's so funny the way that we. 
treat female athletes here compared to like other countries because like they're you know it's a joke here basically yeah how how like poor the you know national women's soccer league is compared to like every other sporting league and and the wnba and then like we're so dominant at those places because like we still even though we don't care as much as we do for the men's sports we still care way more than other countries do the american women's players play in europe as well like the club stuff i don't think so because i remember the infrastructure is really just not there alex morgan moved to europe i think but i don't think she's been like the world player for like a while uh women's i'm looking up um but i the yeah the women's football isn't uh respected as much as it should be here either um like uh, they're trying to be more inclusive about it and they are making efforts but it's very much like the logic seems to be how do we get more women into the men's game more than uh how do we increase the success of the women's game i think yeah i was it's that way here definitely with basketball but like mm. yeah no that's why that was why uh kobe bryant's death was so sad like because his daughter his daughter was like apparently like gonna be like oh she was talented like she was a, dummy a talented world yeah. beater yeah. and she was the daughter of like kobe bryant which is like a huge overlap for uh like i was yes. almost I, I i didn't really know much about kobe obviously his death sad i was almost more sad about his daughter's death because she had a whole life ahead of her yeah and could have been such a um icon in women's basketball. Uh, an icon yeah that we the, we desperately needed in women's basketball yeah you know um yeah, yeah for real all it takes is one of these guys to have a daughter that becomes the like nba superstar or wba superstar yeah and it's a shame it has to be that way right <laughs> like that like a, a, a good man has to have a has to have a daughter who's good to be well the way yeah it, it definitely boys. is a shame but it, it's yeah. also like there's a huge part of the conversation between like yes it should be further than it is but like mm. also it kind of has to get there mm. um yeah it, it's very complicated i'm not going to get into it here like the the american women's sports politics is is yeah there's a lot i, I always see stuff about like the uh well all, all we ever hear about is the equal pay like like stuff going on and it's just yeah, yeah it's madness isn't it sure is yeah anyway i think it's about rap time yeah we spoke about the film a lot today um, oh we sure did it's a great I, movie I, I really enjoyed it you should go watch it uh but really, i liked i liked chris pratt in it and jonah hill and brad pitt good cast yeah uh, good cast uh i i we didn't spoil the ending today i don't think i don't think we mentioned it <laughs> so yeah, you know if we you didn't haven't talk seen a lot it, about plot in this one so like <laughs> so if you haven't seen it you can go into this completely like basically empty you know you yeah just enjoy this on your own <laughs> we knew this is gonna happen though like <laughs> i think i texted you and said we should just have yeah. a conversation about sports <laughs> this is just like the new ethan and Seamus sports podcast um, yes please subscribe for more um, no longer talking about films we're gonna be talking about sports yeah shame until tyler comes back talk. it's just me and Seamus <laughs> talking about sports <laughs> what sports movie will we do next we could do goal that was the t- uh, sport about the newcastle real madrid guy <laughs> okay <laughs> next week <laughs> Okay. I mean, I'm no. Joking, but we, I mean, yeah. we can if you want, but. <laughs> I have, I have a, a bunch of other sports movies I'd rather uh, cover than that. <laughs> what, what other sports movies would you recommend for me? Recommend for you to watch? Yeah. Miracle to start with. Um, okay. Are these all like American sports though? Yeah. So, yes. Is, is it true there's like a Amazon thing uh, with a guy who taking over Richmond in that is a it is a apple tv plus thing okay apple Apple, amazon same thing i would 100 percent tell you i you should absolutely watch ted lasso it's fantastic because i I live near richmond (laughs) like this is like a like and when i saw an advert for it like that honestly i didn't know they were a real place yeah no yeah i i think we've had the conversation before um it's in west london so um it's where i'm pretty sure tom holland's from there um 
So, uh, but they're not but, a Premier League side. Oh no, they're like a. I've I've funny story about this. Sorry, I don't want to take this on podcast on too long. I oh, actually, you're good. I'm big on Football Manager. Like I love okay. Football Manager. I, I my problem is I'm so good at Football Manager. I don't like it because the game's boring to me because it's too easy. But I don't play it competitively. If I play it competitively and online, maybe I'd find it a bit hard. I always beat the computer though, and it's boring to me. Um, but um, I love the game Football Manager though. And uh, I've actually taken Richmond FC on Football Manager, the team he took over, to the Champions League. Okay. Before this series ever existed. And I thought that was like a really funny because it's like a local, it's like a local team, but not really because I don't really care for them because they're not like good. Like, they're so small, but they are local. Like, I, I, my friend could play for them. They're that size. Fair. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, yeah, they are definitely a uh, listed to be a Premier League team in the TV show. So oh, they're supposed to be a Premier League team. They're supposed team. to be like a middling Premier League team. Okay, so it's, it's completely just... I thought he'd taken over a, like, proper, like, low league side uh, and was, like, trying to build them up to the top. But no, it's nothing like I thought it was then. Richmond FC is a real team, but okay, it mustn't be the same... Richmond FC. It must just be a fictional team. I mean, I think they, they can just say whatever they want. Oh, Richmond FC are a rugby team. I must have been thinking of someone else. Is it like Hayes and Richmond or something? I don't know, but it's, it's called know. AFC Richmond Hayes in the Yedding. show. AFC Richmond. I feel like that's a team. I, I Maybe I've made this up in my head. I, no, the AFC Richmond are a team. Okay. Are they any good? From Ted Lasso. No, I've, I, I can't have made this up. AFC Richmond are a real team. I'm certain of this. What? Okay, well, may, uh, maybe I've just told you a complete lie. I thought I'd taken over a Richmond team and won the Champions League with them. Maybe uh, what? There's there's a local team from somewhere. I don't. I, I'm 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 so sad. This is there. So there's a team called Hampton and Richmond Borough FC, and I stormed to the top. I always just called them Richmond because Hampton and Richmond Borough FC is such a long name, and I didn't realize I'd forgotten the Hampton was there. This was a couple years ago on Football Manager. So, uh, but yeah. Okay. Found the answer. That is that, that's that was that was it. That was fair. So um, it is a real team. Just not they they play in like the sixth tier. The sixth tier. Okay. So they're the not great. Uh, but apparently Richmond FC from the show is more similar to Crystal Palace than anything, according to a Screen Rant article. Okay. article I just looked up. You should they're really watch the show. It. It's fantastic. It, whatever you think it is, it's not. Okay, I, I might actually watch it. But yeah, if you have any uh, other uh, like sports movies for me. Oh, I could send you a list. Okay, I look forward to it then. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I got to... Um Insert a row. Oh, that was the wrong direction. So this is uh, I got I got our score here, Seamus, for this movie based on what you and me think. Okay. Um, how the hell does he do this? Hang on. Sorry. Does Tyler usually do this? Yes, Tyler normally does this part. Just think about the day when uh, you have a child and Tyler's stuck doing everything on his own with me. Right? Wouldn't that be in, great? Like, however many years away that is, but okay, so I, I look we've, forward to that day. We've got a score for uh, old Moneyball here, and this is a. Uh, this is going to be 82 out of 100 on the combined score. Um, our listeners gave it an 83. So Okay. We weren't a mile off there. No, we weren't. So this is... Uh, how, 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 what, have you ever like both just nailed the same score? What do you mean? Like both you and your listeners and your average just hit the same oh, score. Oh, um, I don't know. It's not really how we... I have no idea, actually, because we... So our, our metric is that Tyler and I each get 25%. I gave you 25% since you're the guest this time. Oh, I see. So you combine um, the score. Yeah. That's Rot our score combined with our listeners. The, the Rotten score. Tomatoes score gets 15%. The Metacritic score gets 5%. The listener score gets 25%. And the Rotten Tomatoes audience score I see. gets 5%. So I thought you said the listener score was this. This is our score. 
and then you combine it. No, so our total score okay. with everything, I think you and I gave it an average of a 76 and a half because I said 77 okay. yeah. and you said 76. Yeah, that would have been right, yeah. So, um, hang on, where did I just put it? So that makes this our 14th movie overall, better than Shrek, better than Soul, worse than Heartbeat Loud and Stranger Than Fiction and Ratatouille. Wait, did we conclude this was better than Soul and Shrek? I mean, so Tyler didn't like Soul very much. Yeah, I'm in, I'm still annoyed at him about this. I thing. am as well. I thought it was fantastic. He liked it less I, than I mean, Onward. Don't like what you don't like. Fine, but Soul's a good film. Yeah, he. Just it just hasn't landed for him yet. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell him. I'm glad it's. I, yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's, one day he's he's gonna come to the podcast and he's gonna be like, Yo, you know what? Soul's actually really good. I was wrong. But yeah, the bacon and egg score on Shrek apology. was bacon and egg score on Shrek was an eighty one point one five. Yes. How did it? Where did this, where did Shrek fall short? It's a cult classic. I don't remember. I don't. We don't keep that data. Like the audience score must have been massive for that. I don't know. Shrek's gone down as like a, a classic uh, movie these days. Yeah, isn't it? Like it, it got it some American thing. Like uh, so. Seamus, yeah. my recommendation, you said you wanted sports movies. My recommendation instead is for you to A, watch Ted Lasso, and B, watch the Netflix series about Formula One and get aggressively into Formula One so I can talk to you about it. I can't ever see myself getting into Formula One. Oh, you gotta. I'm just not you that gotta. into it. <laughs> I know people who are into it. I love it. I love racing. I love horse racing. Lewis Hamilton might lose this year. No. Red Bull's good. I'm not here for that. I he's like only one point ahead right now after two oh, races. So he's, he's only one point ahead. He's still ahead though. Yeah, he's one point ahead. Um, but it was it's like he's one point ahead because he got the fastest lap in the last race. Otherwise, they'd be tied at the top. I did not realize before today there weren't any American races. The fact you've said that, like, it's it's mind blowing. There I are two Canadians currently. I assumed there were American races. It no, just, there, it never even crossed my mind. Like, oh yeah, the American flag isn't there. <laughs> yeah, no, there are two. There are currently two Canadians, um, one Italian, bunch of Brits. What's the interest in NASCAR like around the world outside of America? Then uh, I think they think we're all idiot hillbillies. I, okay, okay. Um, although it's yeah. uh, a, I had no idea what it was before because they make fun of because they, they they mostly do NASCAR on oval tracks, so it's mm -hmm. just like oh, you just turn left all day, you just go in a big circle, and like they is, love is people love to make fun of NASCAR, and like it's happened before where you've had uh Formula One drivers come over to America and try to do NASCAR and fail miserably. I've and just it's hilarious. Up NASCAR, and there's a there's a racer who uh um who who. <laughs> who must do NASCAR called Jeb Burton, who just tweeted about getting the COVID vaccine. And I was really interested because of what I assumed the kind of people who like NASCAR are like, what the replies would have been like to this. And I will tell you, it's not the most uh, positive of responses. Yeah, no, the NASCAR definitely still has a fan problem for sure. That's why I don't got to go to a lot of races anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel like you mentioned this, that you used to go to a lot of NASCAR races. Is this true? I've been to a few. Um, oh. I mean, we have, yeah. I have tracks like fairly close to here. Not that I want to generalize people. I just, I did not know this was like a thing that was American and there was kind of like the American equivalent to Formula One in a way. Like you, all the good American Formula One drivers go and do this instead. Yeah, instead when they, when they get into karting and they go like head on that trajectory, by the time they've gotten to the point where somebody would like consider them to be racing in Europe, they've got yeah. an actual contract somewhere here. And NASCAR, I assume, makes more money then. Um, it makes more than zero money, yeah. Do Formula One races not make money? No, they do, but like to get to, there's only 20 Formula One racers, I right? See, you've got so to, to get, get to, to that top. point, so somebody either has to. It's a closed league. You see that? That's the American problem. It's absolutely <laughs> not a closed league. Oh, is it, it is not? You... It is complicated. Okay, I don't get. Uh, maybe I will watch the Formula One documentary. That's what we'll do for the hash browns. Is I'll try in 10 minutes to explain Formula One to okay. you. Okay. You should subscribe to the Patreon if you want to listen to the hash browns. Then yokes. Yes. 
Um, that was some good promo, right? Anyway, there. we're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, this has been Bacon and Eggs. Our graphics are by Vaishan Brandon. Graphite.vmb on Instagram. Uh, music by Andrew Scott Bell. AndrewScottBellMusic.com. Seamus, where can we find you? Um, on YouTube, mostly. Um, but I don't post anywhere very much, to be honest, at the moment. But that's fine. I'm just, uh, but I do do stuff. I, I, you can just look me up. I, I don't really mind if you don't look me up, actually. You can just do what you want. I Do what you want with your day. Follow Ethan at WowNow and uh, at uh, Ed Chills Photos. Ed Chill Photos, yeah. No, no Ed S. Ed Chill Photos. No S. Okay, no S. No S, one E. <laughs> Where with the second E be? After... It- like like the word edge. By the way, do we still do breakfast food for the movie? Or no, we got rid of that. that. Oh, I liked that part. We haven't done that in the last couple times you've been on. I, it's just crossed my mind right here. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought that was like the whole point of the podcast. It was, but it, it just got to be so like pointless. So why is it still called Bacon and Eggs? Because that's the name of the podcast. Okay. Sorry. Actually, originally the, the name. Existential questions. Originally, the name of the podcast was based on a uh, uh, ra- college radio show Tyler and I did. Yeah, I know. I love that show. I've seen the photo of you oh, two doing it. Yeah, it's okay. A, it's a cla- it's a cult classic. It's a cult classic. All of us bacon and eggs fans know about that. Anyway, I got to bounce out of this. Or it's going to take me so long to edit tomorrow. Uh, I've been Ethan Chill. He's been Seamus Gorman. On behalf of Tyler Carlin, uh, this has been Bacon and Eggs. Uh, until next time. A- Arriva Dirty. Uh, athletics. <laughs>